Everybody, welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives Podcast, episode 144. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the All-American Conservative, the formerly Black Solomon Tack, Empire State Conservative Network contributing writer, the infamous Gabe Montalvo, and two very special guests, Gavin Wax and Nando Acosta. Guys, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Thank you. Really oh, thank you. All right. So before we do anything, I'm just going to put this out there so that no one can claim that we're saying anything we're not saying. I think we can all agree that what happened to George Floyd was absolutely horrible. But the issue we are having now is not peaceful protesting. It is the rioting that is defining the country between left and right. The violent protests, which are fueled mostly by Antifa, are basically overshadowing these protests. So you're taking a protest for somebody who was, un- who was unjustly killed by a police officer, which everyone was behind. And now you're overshadowing that and completely eliminating the positive message that peaceful protests were having by burning down cities, by assaulting people in the street, by burning down businesses, by marching into the suburbs to take on, you know, the rich white people, you know, Antifa is all about eating the rich and, you know, class warfare. And this is the problem that the leftist media is basically playing it up. They're saying that, you know, oh, you're against the, you know, you need to be in support of the riots because it's just anger. It's just people expressing themselves. When in reality, no one is really supporting these rioters. It's getting people who have not been involved in politics ever to stand up and say, hey, um, I'm, you know, Black Lives Matter and all this other stuff when they really don't know what's going on. And I don't think anyone really is in support of violent riots. But essentially what the leftist media does is it splits the country and it, it's causing a serious issue because we could have had a peaceful, a bunch of peaceful protests for this. You could have had a bunch of candlelight vigils. You could have had a real conversation about police training or police brutality, but now it can't be. Now it needs to be a fight. So, guys, I want to get your opinions on this. I guess, Gabe, you go first since Tack is with the Freedom Baby. Honestly, like, just... I'm fine. Up. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So, my... And, and I know we'll, we'll dive into this a lot, uh, a lot more as you go on. My whole thing is, as you said, we can all agree, and we do all agree, that what happened to George Floyd was horrible. And as you said, we all came together. There was not a single conservative that I knew in my circle uh, or that I seen on social media that a true conservative, not the Nick Fentest type, that went on and said that we all showed our solidarity in saying that this cop needs to be brought to justice. But now, as I said before, this is the rioting and the burning buildings and people's homes at this point as well and, and people's property. That is not solidarity. That is perverting the movement and setting up a, a horrible stereotype. You really think that racism is going to be stopped because you burn down someone else's house? Some racist person down in the boondocks, and, uh, you know, somewhere looking on the TV is like, well, that's what I thought of them anyways. And this is just reinforcing the idea. You're not going to win the argument this way. And to those who think that, oh, well, businesses can be rebuilt and, you know, no justice, no peace. Can you imagine if anyone else went onto the streets and said, no justice, no peace, how quickly the media would have turned that down? The double standard is there. And the people who are working in these small businesses, the New York Post already said that, said that these lootings, burnings, and everything that's happening, the vandalism is affecting minority-owned businesses more than anyone else. 
And to those of you who think that, well, Target can take a hit, the big box chain stores can take a hit, do you not forget that we had, especially in New York, had a huge lockdown where nobody was able to really go to work, a huge percent of the population was not able to go to work. Do you really think that the oppressors are only working at Target? Do you not think that young minority, that they don't have young minority entry-level employees working there, and now they can't go back to work? Because I mean, that, of that's the majority students? of their employees, Gabe. You're 100% right. The majority of Target employees are young minority, especially in my neighborhood, and it's young, younger minority kids, and Target's not going to rebuild. That Target in Minneapolis, that's not coming back. They are going to write that off as a loss, and they're going to shut down the store. Mm-hmm. All those people are now out of jobs. And guess what? Now, since we're still, they're still in lockdown, now there's less, once the riots are done, there's less places for them to go get supplies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not that they needed half of them were stolen already, but, you know. Yeah, but my whole thing is, at this point, it's no longer about, the, it's no longer about really justice for Floyd anymore. On the grand scheme of things, I feel, because people can protest peacefully by day, but obviously by night, something else happens. And I think that it's high tide that New York, Governor Cuomo and de Blasio, the same way you were crying on television to ask for the National Guard to come in to fight COVID, is now the time for you to come in and step in and defend your citizens. 100%. We'll get more into that in the next section. But Gavin, what, are, what is your take on this? Look, I agree with a ton of what uh, Gabriel just said. I mean, it's a pretty common opinion across all people on the right, left, center, everyone. Uh, everyone thought what happened to George Floyd was disgusting. Uh, literally, it's a straw man that the left and the mainstream media are trying to paint that there's any kind of debate. Literally, there is no debate. Everyone saw the video. They wanted him to be prosecuted. They wanted others to be prosecuted. Uh, he's been prosecuted as of now. Uh, if you want to debate why he was charged third versus first, I mean, there's a lot of nuance you know, to, to, to the criminal justice system. I mean, you want to be able to charge things you can get a conviction on. Uh, a defense attorney, obviously, is going to try to get people out on procedural stuff, on technicalities. So you got to be buttoned up. They wanted to complain how long it took for him to get arrested. Again, you want to make sure you have all your stuff ready for the indictment. If you really want to get him convicted, let the DA get their crap together so you make sure you have a tight case. Otherwise, you're going to get sloppy and then they're going to get off. I mean, we see that all the time. So people are being children with this crap because they don't understand how the system works. And... At this point, what's going on in this country, it's, it's moved 10x beyond George Floyd. As sad as it is, this has, come, this has been co-opted by disgusting radicals, commies, Antifa, all the dregs of society are dancing on the grave of George Floyd because they're using the fact that he was killed and murdered as a means for their ends, which has nothing to do with justice for him. They're just using it to gain power. They're just using it to aggrandize their own ideology. And it's disgusting. They're destroying communities. They're destroying cities, many of which are largely minority, black and Hispanic. I don't know what fucking justice you're getting. Sorry, I don't know what justice you're getting by burning down affordable housing units. I, I don't, I've never met a guy that looks like me, you know, wearing uh, some, some chubby shorts, living in affordable housing units in an inner city. That's not the people you're going after. This whole thing is a stupid joke. They're burning down black businesses. They're destroying these communities. And let me just remind you guys, I'm sure all of you know, but for our listeners, the riots in 68, 67 in a place like Newark, 
Those cities have never recovered. West Baltimore still hasn't recovered from 2014. So all you're doing is getting all these businesses to leave. You're getting people to leave. You're destroying the tax base. And then whoever is unfortunate enough that can't get out of these communities, they're just going to get stuck with more violence, more poverty, everything else you claim to be against. So these children, these spoiled, a lot of them are, a lot of them are upper middle-class white kids who literally have been watching way too much I don't know, Antifa porn online, thinking themselves to be the next like Che Guevara, you know, while they go back, you know, they're getting paid from their trust funds. They're going back to their families, you know, in their suburban homes, in the Upper West Side, whatever. And they're LARPing as like a communist revolutionary, like grow up. People are dying. I'm really riled up because right before we came on here, you know, more, more black people have died in these stupid riots than than any other demographic. So right before this, the video is circulating online. Dave Dorn, 77-year-old, retired St. Louis captain, murdered in cold blood. He's literally lying on the floor, gasping his last breaths in a puddle of his own blood because he tried to stop people from looting a pawn shop. What the hell does that have to do with George Floyd? And I'm so sick of these people posting their little black squares online. You're, you're out in the suburbs. You don't pay attention to politics. You don't pay attention to anything. And now all of a sudden you're trying to virtue signal to the rest of the world. It's like, oh, I put up a black square. Why don't you put up a black square? I'm, 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 I'm virtuous. No, you're not. You're just, you're just a sheep. And your black square isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to do anything because you don't look at the numbers. You don't look at the data. You don't look at what's happening. If you want to talk about police reform, I'll be with you. If you want to talk about overcriminalization, I'll talk to you. All those things I support. You want to talk about you know, the justice system being a plea deal factory and you're, you're, you're sentencing people to generational poverty in these systems? Yes, I'll talk to you. But sharing your stupid black square? Shut up. It's so stupid. Sorry, I'm done. No, Gavin, you're 100% on point. And you brought up you know, people wanting him arrested faster. They arrested him in record time. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't think anyone exactly. who hasn't been caught literally, especially law enforcement. Law enforcement, there's always that other step because you have to get past, okay, was this proper use of force or was it not? Yeah. And once that video come out, came out, they knew that it wasn't. But he was arrested faster than anyone in exactly. this situation. Has and prosecuted. And, and prosecuted too. and indicted. Oh, and by the way, the entire city of Minneapolis is Democrat from the base up. I'm not trying to make this about politics, but like they're literally painting this as it's Trump, conservatives, Republicans. Let's just remember a few things. Every like th- That is like a one-party system in Minneapolis. You have one of the most left-wing attorney generals of the state, Ellison. Yep, you, yeah. have, you have a boy band mayor who literally doesn't look like he has pubes, who <laughs> is your mayor. You have a useless governor who, you know, whatever the hell he's doing, I have no idea. All of them are Democrats. So what is the system? You're talking about this system? Okay, if there's a system, it's run by your party. Like, there's exactly. no guy There's no guy there that's literally preaching about the Bible and conservatism in Minneapolis. Like, what, where are these people living? Like, that Minneapolis is not, uh, it's not uh, this conservative Trump land. It's literally the left, most left-wing city in America. And it happened in your city. Happened in your city. So what, what's the excuse? Right, no. 100%. Nando. I mean, I'm look. I'm in agreement with everyone here. I mean, it's what ha- what has happened is truly horrible. I mean, that could have been anyone. That could have been me. I don't know. But people like painting stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, we could all go to agreements and saying that there has been policies that have been passed to help structure police, um, like academies and their structure and all that. I think after watching this video, the topic should be. What should we do next as a next foot forward when it comes to these type of police officers? 
not try to think this is a perfect opportunity to destroy communities and um, destroying the image that, you know, a lot of our black leaders have strived and died. Um, just overall, people of color, just um, they, try, um, they strive to really create a proper image for us just so within a couple days we completely just roll back a couple years, decades, to be honest. And there has been, like, there hasn't been any proof of any positive outcome out of these riots. I mean, look what happened to the, and I'm going to just jump into the Ronnie King um, riots. Guess what happened two years later? The crime bill was getting drafted, was getting passed. That was, Ronnie King was 92, crime bill was 94, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. It was. So this is literally creating a narrative for these career politicians to say, oh, we grabbed them by, we, this is the perfect opportunity for us to pass another type of policy that could really set people 20, 30 years behind. And, um, and these actions have completely degraded our community to years to come. And honestly, it's truly, it's truly unbelievable um, I get it. Like, I get how people get very emotional and I'm like, I'm really, I'm really in the middle. I, I tend to be, I, I, I would say Jedi type of terminology when it comes to like, don't let your emotion cloud your judgment type status. Unless you're, unless you're Anakin. Uh, so, well, yeah, Anakin, you know, I mean, you're he black at the end of the day. So, you know, <laughs> we, we don't advocate anyone murdering younglings. Okay. I'm saying that right now on the show, do not go around slaughtering younglings. Or else you watch those, like, meme versions of the younglings, which is just the beers, but, you know. <laughs> but, no, seriously, this is, um, it's something that I want people to just take a step back, really try to see what is the best thing we can do. Because, honestly, this whole black block thing, which doesn't resolve anything. I'm sorry to say, people, it doesn't resolve anything. Okay, and I'm the first, even though I'm wearing black right now, I swear it's because I think I look good in it. Oh, um, <laughs> This black square doesn't resolve anything, and then you guys want to implement voting, which you guys don't even talk about the proper policies to even vote. You're just saying vote. Yeah. And at the end of the day, what do these Antifa people want us to vote? Very left. And then at the end of the day, you're not really even voting for like these new type of lefties. You're going to continue on voting these same type of policies that have been degrading you and has been creating these type of situations, and now we're back into a circle. Yeah, 100%. They vote themselves into the same cycle. It's all exactly. these crap-run cities that are filled with crime, that are filled with corruption, and it's they don't get what they're doing. They're told by the news to vote Democrat. They're told by the party that we're going to save you, and they've never done it. They've never been yeah. successful in helping anyone, really. And it, it doesn't even matter. I mean, honestly, look, I, I more than ever, I want people to vote more conservative. But the simple fact that these people will have these type of tragedies and then will still vote for, like, the career politician that has been there since the 80s to help them out with this situation, yet the situation clearly hasn't been resolved. They're going to – and then these are the same career politicians that will just come back, do a couple photos, will show up into a church, probably say a eulogy or something, and, and will mention the elementary vote for me or something, and just to ensure that they're there for the next 10 years. Elliot Engel, he did it in the Bronx yeah. today. Oh, yeah. Oh, and oh, don't get me even started with the Bronx, because I'm actually – Originally yeah, from go, the yeah. Bronx. I'm originally from the Bronx. I recently moved. It was more for me. But uh, anyway, but someone who grew up in the Bronx and you literally saw my own mother's neighborhood getting trashed and knowing that I've known business owners, these small business owners that literally, literally believed in the essence of the American dream of working hard 
and, and, and then really investing in yourself, you can really do anything you really please. That was completely removed by their own community. But Nando, but Nando, the bodega owner, he's a white nationalist. You know that, right? The no, yeah. Oh, like Gabe. Gabe, you do know that bodega <laughs> owner? Does he go to the white nationalist meeting with you? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I mean, I got to ask my good, very Look, I, I'm going to be honest. There was, some, there was something fishy about that bodega cat, so it may not make sense. Exactly. The cat, the cat was a white nationalist, not the I bodega owner. I can't get owner. my bacon, egg, and cheese in peace. You guys got me. I'm sorry. But yeah, it's it, it's it's sad, and I and I mean I really feel bad for these small business owners. If you thought this shutdown um, really destroyed these small business owners, I mean the writers just literally put the last stake in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally put them in a the coffin. Yeah, and everyone talks about insurance for small business owners. Insurance doesn't it's cover pennies. everything. And, it's pennies. And if I have, you have, I have an policy, have an it might not even cover this. Right. You have ashes like on your lot, like it's just a pile of like burnt ashes. Like, oh, my insurance will cover it. Yeah, they're gonna come back, and, and everything is gonna just. It's like the Sims. Like you're just gonna pop yeah. like like walls back like tomorrow. Like what what world do these idiots live in? Like do you think like that's how insurance works? Like it's just gonna be like just done tomorrow. Exactly. You're gonna have your store. What? And then the months and months. Let's say you can rebuild. Let's say what? insurance covered the entire building and all your inventory. Yeah. It's going to take you months and months to rebuild. During that time, you have lost no profits, income. Yeah. They're not even lost. Not even yeah. just lost profits. Zero income. Zero, Zero income. You have to go find a job as you are rebuilding your business. You're setting the entire city back decades, and these stupid idiots don't realize that whenever this shit ends, like coronavirus, everything else, you're literally going to go back to a city that you're not going to recognize. Everything's going to be derelict. Everything's going to be boarded up. It's either going to be bombed out or just the people are just, you know, they, they couldn't keep it open. So, you know, congrats. You know, you got your freaking justice. It's just destroyed everything. But now remember, the Fed, people were after this and, and, you know, give it a year, give it a week, however long, you're going to have people come back and say, well, why doesn't the federal government invest more in our communities? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, that's seriously what this. And no, please continue. Two points, right? But the first one, everybody kind of missed with the riots. Um, so the riots start out. You hear people talking about, "Oh, we're angry. Uh, this is the only way we're going to get attention, and these riots need to happen." And then a day and a half later, it's oh, it's it's white supremacists that are dressing up as an. <laughs> But, and then uh, they're pretending. So every city had white supremacists, which are a very small portion of the society now. Compared to Antifa, yeah. Say, oh, we're gonna we're gonna take advantage of this, and we're gonna dress up like these people, and we're gonna go and start destroying uh, of, of black neighborhoods. People have jobs; they don't have time to go do that. It's, exactly. So, I like, mean, there's video. Gaslighting. It was like national mainstream gaslighting. They were literally sitting there with burning buildings behind them saying, one, it was peaceful. And then when they couldn't say it was peaceful, like you just said, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. This was the KKK. That, yeah, that was, it was, it was the KKK. They just made their last hurrah back just in time in, in Minnesota, of all places. I don't know if anybody knows the history of white supremacy. When white supremacists commit an act, they let you know that they committed that act. Nope. They, they let me know the exact reason as to why they committed the act. No, it's 100%. Tech, you are 100% on point. They're, every time there is a white supremacist attack, it, they're always taking credit for it. It's like ISIS. Every time ISIS mm-hmm. blew something up, they were like, hey, by the way, we did it. So when people are like, oh my God, was it ISIS? I'm like, wait a day. 
Wait a day and we'll find out if it was ISIS because I guarantee they're going to tell us. You don't even have to go to ISIS. Antifa takes credit for their stuff too. They're just like, exactly. they, look, they literally go on their stupid little Twitters like, we did this, guys. Good for us. So get, you know, burn the man. Get the establishment, you know. And it, so they realized and they couldn't do it this time around. Exactly. Yeah, the reason why. Well, the media is running like defense on them because they're trying to like balance out the poll numbers for Biden. So they're like, crap, uh, the optics of this are not really going in our favor. Okay, blame the white nationalists. It's like, oh my God, it's still going on too many days. And everyone realizes that that's BS. Okay, let's just keep shifting. You know, Trump did tear gas. And you know, like, and you know what's the sad part? Now that we're like eventually, you know, uplifting these, um, reopening our country, with all these riots, it's going to affect the job market rate. Yeah. Yep. And, and the, sec- I, I, the next quarter, the job market rate is going to, Probably, I, I'm, I'm going to try to be positive and say it's going to be a bit of a bump, but it won't be as big as a bump. Yeah. But it's going to affect Trump in the long run. And, and if I was him, I would be extremely focused from now until November of how to win re-election and how to really take down, you know, just really just take down these riots. And, and I'm saying this as a, look, I don't want to wish any death on people, but for those who are really going out there, killing their own, destroying their own community, by all means, rot in hell. Like, seriously. There's there's a talking point where it's starting to show up, like, well, if you want to talk on black-on-black crime, it you know, it, that talking point is mute because it's about the proximity. So I have some questions about this. Mm-hmm. If you were living in a different community that's more diversified, would you still kill? And the second one being, do we have to kill anybody? Do we have to kill ourselves? We are hurt. Like, and that's the, that's the thing that, we, that we've been saying is mm-hmm. these riots, these protests, whatever the media wants to spin it, because they, according to them, it's still peaceful. Peaceful demonstrations are going to set us back so much more. And this is starting what I personally feel. And I don't know whoever else agrees. I feel like this is starting or trying to start a race war. And oh, us versus them in time. Oh, 100%. Yes. There's no doubt in my mind, right. of course. And how many people have I had to tell personally? And That's why we got black squares. Yeah, of course, black squares. <laughs> to stop the racism. Yeah, how many people do I have to tell them? Like no, no, I heard it's going to We don't even have a reflection. national language. Sorry, I heard the new theory that if you have the black square, it's to see your reflection so you could look inside you oh. and find oh. the hate. First of all, I can't see my reflection on those things. Like my, my shitty my shitty Android. I, I, I hate to say this, guys, but I'm actually too black to see my own reflection. <laughs> 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 also, is Nando the next white supremacist that we're having on this? Probably. Planet? Probably. <laughs> so, uh, we, are we going to talk about the the bricks, the the pallets of bricks? You know, oh my god! Did you get into next exactly. brickwork? Hold, hold on, hold on. Let me say my second point, and then we. We'll, All right, Tack, you do that. Get to bricks. the bricks and the Antifa. <laughs> so my my second point is is pretty much this. I am the the second generation out of Jim Crow. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of people think that that you look at the years. You say, okay, it's 2020, and then it pretty much came to end in 1968. And that seems like an expansive amount of time. But my great grandmother just passed away recently at 101 years old. Um, my other, my other grandmother yeah, wow. got spit in her face from off of an MTA bus. You know what I mean? So it's not, it hasn't been that many ge- uh, generations ago. Mm-hmm. But you're literally mad still about what your parents and grandparents when some great grandparents went through. So at that point, the only way to, to really make society better 
is to not let what they worked for go to waste. The only way to really make society better is to make them proud and see you doing differently than what they endured. And that is not what's going on. That is not what's going on at all. What you have to do is legitimately, you can't go through march through the streets yelling, fuck 12, fuck the police. And you're not going to be taken serious by anybody doing that. You put your name on ballots just like um, it was Angela did, Angela Stanton did, just like uh, I forget her name out of out of uh, California. See her face. Not good with names all the time on the fly. But uh, Tamika, Tamika Hamilton did in California. Mm-hmm. That's what you do. That's how you make society better. And it's not a hard thing. It's literally a Google away. How do I run for office? Exactly. That's, that's the other problem is that people want to justify their rage. And being angry doesn't make you right. It doesn't justify your actions. If I'm mad and I go through a temper tantrum, do you think, like, do you think anyone's going to take me seriously? When you're a kid and you want a toy at the supermarket and your mom goes, we're not getting a toy. If you cry and scream and piss on the floor, you're still not getting a toy. You're going to have that as a child. Depends. (laughs) But, you know. If you piss on the floor, they definitely, definitely probably get one. If you if you're gonna be that committed, but, but guys, we can't stop a riot without we could stop a riot without force. You know, we could just talk to them and they'll they'll stop if we just you know speak softly like I am, and then they'll just go away. Oh, and that, that's, that's how it always works. And then Cuomo that's will tell you that the NYPD isn't doing their job. Yeah, <laughs> no when they hit you with a cinder block in the back of the head like twice, exactly, like, and run you over. Have you seen that video, by the way, guys? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. talk about oh, restraint. Talk about restraint. You want to talk about police restraint? Like just look exactly. at the videos last night. They got run over. They like they have like nine lives of cats or something. I've seen more exactly. people like like should have been dead. <laughs> so question, real quick question: Why is it every time the police does something, it immediately goes to racism? But when you look at like look at what's been going on with the whole COVID thing and the the mask, people not wearing masks. All of the videos that came out of that were black and Hispanic cops being extremely forceful with the people in the own, in their own neighborhoods that they come out of. The uh, that that one huge cop that smacked that skinny kid was a Hispanic guy. But every time you want to go to, to uh, what happened in in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, where a guy got his his spine snapped, a majority of those co- cops were black. But every time they bring up a situation with the police department, it's not just negligence, uh, negligent manslaughter or negligent homicide or anything like that. Yeah. Immediately, oh, racist ass police. Mm-hmm. Because that's how you keep people divided. That's how you keep it. If it's people who Absolutely. keep law and order versus people who hate the police, then that's an automatic division. Because the last thing I want is anyone coming down my street trying to break into my apartment. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to support the Nassau County Police Department when they're going against rioters. But if you make my neighbor believe that all the police are racist, guess what? He might be out in the street throwing bricks at my house. Mm-hmm. But right. and it's and it's not like we're against protesting or anything. It's like you literally this literally became a a peaceful protest that ended up I don't even know what the heck happened because. It, it was supposed to be something painful, and then it became a riot, and it, it's like it ruined the whole purpose. So anyone who's trying to even defend this protest, it was lost three days ago. Yeah, you guys exactly. lost. But that's, the but media, that's what they did. That's, what they, and all, that's the problem with these riots. And this is the problem. They are they are trying to cause a race war. People yeah, like Antifa, that's what they're trying to do. If you divide and conquer. message, it's eat the to race. To white liberal guilt, that's for yeah. sure. 
Let's go. It's white liberals telling black people to go into white neighborhoods and eat the rich. But guess exactly. what? Once you get out of the city, I lived in Westchester. You know what people have in Westchester? Guns. People have a lot of guns in Westchester. Yeah, you know yeah, what that's people have sure. on Long Island? Guns. People have guns outside of the city. It's not going to end well that way. It's not going right. to be what they think it's going to be because you show up with a bike lock. Guess what? I got a 12-gauge shotgun. I'm winning he, that. He fight. really does right now. If you, if you guys it's beautiful, I have to say. Look at, I had no idea what that was. This is Flat Dark Earth. I've, I've rebuilt this thing. Mostly. Oh, I thought it was a piano. You ever seen those piano keys? I thought it was those. Oh, no. This is a, <laughs> the little piano uh, guitars? I thought that was that at first. Yeah, I, I did not know what that was until he lifted it up. I was like, oh, it's like some kind of equipment for like the, the podcast or something. All of a sudden, he's lifting up. It's like a butt of a gun. This no. is why we got to encourage people to watch the videos. I'm waiting for the baby not to be real. I'm waiting for the baby to be real. I'm like, I'm going to join the mariachi band. That was just me, though. They were supposed to loot Roosevelt Field. I'm like, I'm like, I'm down the block, guys. Come on, let's go. Yeah, right. No, and you remember the the protest for the lockdown where they had all these scary guys that, that exactly. had beards and guns, and they were like, oh my god, they have guns. You know, they look scary. You know, everything's gonna like nothing ever happened. Like all, those those uh, pro Second Amendment rallies in uh, Virginia, nothing happened. Like all but the pro life you know rallies, the nothing. But you know what was the difference between that um, rally and um, the rallies that happened this week? Their rally was actually peaceful. Exactly. That's exactly. just what I was about to say. Exactly, Everyone, yeah. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, no one cared when the white people protested with guns. Yeah, you know why? Because no one got shot, no and one every, got hurt, and no one's health got hurt. And broken. the funniest part, everyone became a freaking analyst, and they were starting looking at Trump tweets, and they were like, oh, Trump called these people freaking fine people. Oh, but in this week's protest, he's calling them thugs. No, he's calling thugs of people who are destroying their own community. He's calling those thugs out there that doesn't really give a crap about life, doesn't value American um, freedom, and just wants to go all out, and then wants to be shot when they actually get gunned down. It's if like a person they don't... thinks that a thug is a person, is a, is a specific race yeah. of people, then you're part of the problem. Yep. Exactly. That's patronizing. That's so. It's like when he said, uh, when Biden said, uh, 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 black. What did he say? Black kids could be just as smart as uh, uh, poor, rich kids. Poor kids can be just as smart as white kids. Yes, poor exactly. kids can be. That is literally like you the can't definition. get more succinct. Yeah, this, the, the, exactly the definition. It's literally the definition of white guilt. That like yeah. that in like his Breakfast Club interview. That's what oh it is. It's all racism of white liberal guilt. That's the biggest problem. I actually just started reading. Um, what was it? Black Thomas Sowell? Yeah, Thomas Sowell. Yeah, great book. Oh, he's the man. He, amazing, yeah. Honestly, he should have ran for president back in the 80s, but I'm pretty sure he would have got the Clarence Thomas treatment if he did. No one well, talks about him, and no one talks about Clarence Thomas. We have, just, just so you guys remember, just a few things right now. The best and most conservative Supreme Court justice we've ever had. He's exactly. the only person on the court that knows anything what he's talking about. The court just ruled you can't go to church. He voted against it. Is a black guy. The best living economist we have, who's published like tens, hundreds, tens of, hundreds of books, books um, comes from Harlem, then, by the way. Grew up in Harlem in New York. Yes, yes, and he's also a black guy. But no one ever mentions them. No one. I literally put a tweet out. I was like, "Have any of you ever even heard of Clarence, Clarence Thomas?" It's unbelievable. Consult? No one's ever heard of them unless they're conservatives. And it's brainwashing, plain and simple. And this is why I'm against Black History Month. Until I see those two guys in there. You got to put them in because Black History Month is just basically a template and you just go by the days and make sure you pick out the right person that doesn't make it too controversial, make people think too much. Yep. Um, and remember what they did to, you know, we all talk about being Kavanaugh. Before Kavanaugh was Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. Oh, my so they, God. They accused, 
It was the same playbook. They did the same exact thing. Same playbook. Same exact and To playbook. the point that Claire Thomas literally said, this is a public lynching. Yep. When and a black speaks. man is literally saying that on camera, and no one had, I mean, I'm telling to Joe you, Biden. To Joe Biden. Joe Biden was there. He had a mullet. Oh, yep. And, and, and he, was, yes. he was the chair. He was the chair of the committee, and Clarence Thomas was like, this is a public lynching. And then, and then Biden is like, that we pushed it too far, guys. Exactly. <laughs> also, how did they get away with that shit? Like, imagine if Republicans did that to a, a, a black Democrat justice pick. Like, it would you would yeah. never forget it. But there was no Twitter, a, Gavin. That's how there was, there was no, no Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, there was that's, that is true. But Thomas no. literally said that they use class social justice to create class warfare. That is what is going on. They are trying to create a class warfare race war, and if people buy into it, it it could happen. I mean, it's so not right. that far of a stretch. Well, speaking about Twitter, what do you guys think about the other tweets that Trump um, um, posted up? Especially, well, that's, that's what I want to get into now. So yeah, we never covered the, the bricks. Yeah, the bricks. Oh, the bricks. oh, I'm sorry. Let's no, talk about bricks first. Of Brick bricks work. being dropped off on streets, being handed out by white people to black people to throw at businesses. You've and never wow. seen this many bricks in your life. Like they were put in places where everything around them is like plastic or wood. Like where is all this brickwork? And the like, funniest part. If you've seen the videos, they, they're, like, taking it down like they had instructions of how to yeah. take it down. Yeah. Like you go to the corner. The U-Hauls you know, the were bringing people. They were renting exactly. U-Hauls. Yeah. And, and that was the fucking hipster. The hipster that was caught on TV, like, literally. You know, paying someone off. Yeah, paying someone off. Saying, oh, throw this picket fence, whatever. Benches. Benches over there. Throw the benches. Throw the benches. Joke. Which coordinators, I call them. No, but it's yeah, no, TV. this is certainly coordinated. Yeah. And, but you also saw the, this is the biggest problem. Because the people who are there to actually protest are not in support of these riots. We saw it in D.C. where that little Antifa bitch tried to break up the sidewalk so that people could throw cement at cops. And the protesters literally rushed up, slammed this dude, slammed him, and threw him to the cops going, hey, here you go. Take him, please. Exactly. But this is the problem. It gets overshadowed by these riots, and the message is completely lost. I know people that went my, – my sister went to the protest. For George Floyd, the actual protest, not the riot. And I told her, I go, listen, you're doing the right thing. You're standing up for something you believe. Exactly. You're going for someone who was unjustly killed. And exactly. I, I'm like, just be careful. Because once Antifa shows up, you better get the hell out of there. Because and, that is when shit will hit the fan. And you will be lumped in with the rest of them. Exactly. And I want people to know, like, whatever liberal that just stumbles upon this episode, look, we, we're all in agreement that what happened was horrendous. We want proper justice. We do believe, I mean, I want to say I do believe that there should be more looking into about proper police um, discipline when it comes to these type of situations. But at the end of the day, you got to question yourself, what is really looting? Do you want to be compared to that when it comes to the protesting? That's really what you got to ask yourself. Yeah. And, and the left has made it all or nothing. You're either in support yeah. of the riots and the protests or you're not in support of anything. And that's not true. But that's how they operate with everything. But getting on to President Trump. So Trump is just constantly, after kind of disappearing for a little bit, Trump has been making news on Twitter. You know, originally he came out saying, listen, we're looking into this. We want justice. This man should not have been killed. It, and But no one's talking about that. No one's talking about Trump's support no. for justice for George Floyd. All they're talking about is him telling people, hey, please don't, you know, we don't want you rioting because when the looting shoots, the shooting, the, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. Which, exactly. Well, it's not the most tactfully worded so cool. statement. It's true because now mm-hmm. shootings going on during riots, and that's exactly what happens. And people need to 
He wasn't talking about shooting protesters. He mm -hmm. was talking about the rise in violence will always lead to escalation. You have people trying to defend the property, people trying to defend their businesses. Mm -hmm. Shooting will start. And they, they always make everything out with him. You know, he called the rioters thugs, which they are. But the left immediately turns it into a race game with this. They won't give him credit because as soon as he did that first tweet seeking for justice, guess what happened 24 hours later? The officer got uh, charged. Yeah. It's, Probably it's the a, quickest ever. I, I don't know how long it took Obama to charge um, Zimmerman. I, and I don't want to get into that. But, you know, how long did Zimmerman get, get um, charged? Yeah. Took a while. It's, it's yeah, Zimmerman so wasn't even a cop. Yeah. Exactly. Cop, yeah. The whole thing is so stupid. And, I mean, I was giving him a little crap. I wish he came out stronger. Obviously, Kushner was telling him not to. We could get into that whole game with, with, with oh, the responses and everything. Yeah, but, like, but, like, you remember, we're talking about, we were talking about L.A. earlier in 1992. Mm -hmm. That was one riot in one city, okay? Mm -hmm. They sent in, you know, battalions of troops within, I think it was eight days or something, in one city. This has been in every major city in the country, and people were trying to say that if he mobilized or sent in troops or nationalized the guard or did anything, he'd basically be a fascist. But it was fine when George H.W. Bush did it. It was fine when we did it in the 60s and 70s for, like, way smaller. These are, like, the biggest outbreaks of riots we've ever had in, like, decades and he wasn't allowed to do anything on that because if he did it, it's the optics. It's like the optics is that the whole city is burning down. Exactly. And also, you know, half the people won't even be able to tell the difference between a National Guard and an, and an Army infantry guy. So what optics? They're not going to be able to tell the difference, 95% of people. Right now. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, what, what, what optics? National Guard so has yeah. infantry, the reserves don't. Yes. We have combat if you MLS. see them only on the weekends, well, then you know. <laughs> I don't know the optics. I don't know what the optics change. If you have a national guard unit versus an army unit, it's the same optics. So what are your optics? Nothing is changing. They're going to do the same freaking thing. It's just manpower. But they, they won't, nothing Trump does will ever be good enough for the left ever. Oh, yeah. And first of all, sending in the national guard or sending in, you know, large amounts of force to turn these riots down will save black lives. Yep. They're burning down black neighborhoods. They are shooting exactly. black people in the streets. They're, they're they're killing each other out there. My own personal neighborhood is getting burned down. Like where I originally come from, Fordham. I saw, Fordham Road. Yeah, all the Fordham. white nationalists on Fordham. Right. Mm -hmm. No, I saw a video of you know my fellow battered buddies out there, my fellow guardsmen out there. It was a black NCO, black sergeant, uh, who was standing guard by one of our one of the vehicles, and black teenager comes up to him and says, you know, like you're you're not a part of us. You're not one of us. Look at you standing here defending them. You're just yelling obscenities at him. And Uneducated. Yeah, yeah. And the NCO, thank God, didn't you know respond with force, but he was standing there. But you can see that he, you know, he, it wasn't necessarily the restraint, but you could almost, and the way I interpret it, almost see in his eyes that this is not what he signed up for to be attacked by, the, by his own people, by our own people. Mm -hmm. And it's a horrible, sad thing where, like all of you guys just said, it's a scary thought that, you know, we have, we have these rights, but at the same time, our cities are burning to the ground. And, you know, it's almost as if it's just being, it's letting it happen. But if Trump doesn't do it, remember, remember when COVID came out, people said, well, Trump needs to enforce a lockdown to slow the spread. He needs to send in the military to stop the spread and enforce, the, enforce curfews. Now the curfews are being, being enforced for a very, very, very real threat that is happening on American streets as we're, as we're talking about this. And apparently now he's a fascist. I don't understand. 
Because what the left wants to do is they want to say whatever the hell they want and do whatever the hell they want and take zero responsibility. Exactly. See, Mayor de Blasio and that piece of crap Emperor Cuomo up in Albany, all they do is talk crap about Trump, but they've done absolutely nothing to save the lives and businesses in New York City since even the lockdown started, let alone the riots. De Blasio's drug-addicted daughter, allegedly, uh, allegedly drug addicted. I'm not trying she to likes to throw it. stuff too. Yeah, she likes to throw stuff at cops, and she was arrested during a riot, not during a protest. Because as we see, <sighs> the police are actually in solidarity with the peaceful protesters. Exactly. Because good cops don't want bad cops around; they don't want them there. Can we talk about Chiara De Blasio for a second? This oh, fine sure. specimen of, of human of humanity. This strung out, heroin addicted, psychotic loser who lives off taxpayer money as she shoots up heroin in Gracie Mansion's front lawn. Democrats say walls don't work. One of the first things de Blasio did was build a wall, a, a privacy fence around Gracie to do one of two, th- to do two things, to keep his crazy psychotic daughter in because she kept escaping and also so the paparazzi can't see her shooting up heroin she bought with taxpayer money. Yeah. This and literally this is the face of Antifa is, is her running around attacking the cops that uh, the officers are supposedly serving for her father. And then he praises her. She gets arrested. You want to talk about privilege? She gets arrested. She's never going to spend a day in jail. She's never going to get punished. She's never going to pay a fine. Nothing is ever going to happen to her. And then she'll go buy some more heroin tomorrow with taxpayer exactly. money and, and, and shoot it up. So she's, she's doing such a good thing for the community. She's really bringing uh, justice for, for, for disenfranchised black people in the Bronx because when you know she's living in Gracie Mansion and she doesn't have to suffer any consequences for her actions, she is definitely not privileged at all. No way. Sorry, I hate her. I really hate her. <laughs> no, I mean, it's fine. She has a horrible haircut. I mean, her earlobes are horrible. That's I mean, so if you nice. see a before and after picture, if you've seen a picture of her two years ago and you see her now, clearly she has done something. Yo, yo, or a few things. A yeah, few totally. things. <laughs> I, 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 you know, girls that young that does drugs and stuff, they do a lot of things. That's all I'm trying to say. Only, only two things do that to a woman. It's drugs or leftism. Yes, yeah. which is a drug, which is a drug in and of itself. Mm-hmm. I like to wonder if she ever offered anything for a cheeseburger. Oh, <laughs> it's just my thoughts, but I'm not going to go there. I'd like to uh, to read out a statement, uh, the initial statement that the that the National Guard Bureau actually put out on the morning of May 31st uh, in a re- press release. They said, as of this morning, approximately 5,000 Guard soldiers and airmen were activated in response to civil disturbances in 15 states and the District of Columbia, with another 2,000 prepared to activate if needed. We mentioned that Trump was quiet over the weekend. I was I was tweeting out, like, you know, think something Where has to happen. Yeah. Gavin, a lot of us here were, were talking about, you know, they, the Guard needs to be sent out, the military needs to be sent out uh, to quell what's happening. But what I see now, I was like, well, wait a second. Monday is a news day. Monday is a business day. And I think what we're seeing now is that he's almost trying to allow for the governors to do the right thing to do to have Cuomo and Blasio do the right thing and he's been tweeting non-stop about it now like New York City this like updates of you know Macy's was destroyed Soho look at uh, look at um parts of New York City downtown I think he wants to say look I'm trying to bring attention to this before you all think that it's my fault that I'm just trying to you know swing an iron uh, you know an iron fist at you guys but that's what he was also trying to do with the lockdowns. He was saying, hey, I want the governors to handle their states, which is appropriate. And the same thing, I want the governors and the mayors to handle their cities. 
This is what he should be doing. And guess what? He's damned if he does it. He's damned if he don't. Because guess what? They're going to say, oh, Trump, you should have done something earlier. But if you had done something earlier, they would have called him a tyrant. He can't win. The Democratic governors and mayors do not want these riots to end. They are cheering them on subtly because they think it's a tool to take down Trump and destabilize. And they want him to make a mistake and send in too much force. And then someone gets shot and dies. And then they escalate more. Like, that's what I was pissed off at him for. Like, he's on the call with them, which I get it's kind of like a, it was all kind of theater anyway. But he's like going on the call. He's like, you guys got to dominate. It's like they don't want to dominate. They know how to take that's down the mob. They, they want to keep it going and hoping he screws up. And and trying to destroy his presidency, they're never going to put it down. Like you know, uh, they won't even let them ride uh, uh, horses. They're riding bikes. Like that's going to stop the mob uh, in the city. Uh, they told them to use what was it? Soft touch. Soft touch. Yeah, soft touch. That's really going to do it. And then uh, there's no national guard, even though the entire city was like on fire. So they're going to keep this going till November if they can, until something happens. I don't know. I mean, what else is going to happen? I want to bring up something. I want to get your guys' honest take on it. Do you? The way I look at it is the worse things get, right, the more Democrats call for more government control. Is this just another chance for them to go, hey, the city's been destroyed. We need to raise taxes. We need to do this. We need to rebuild the city. You need to give us more power. We need to take more weapons away from the people. Are the Democrats going to use this after it's over as a power play for more government? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I mentioned earlier about how the L.A. riots, um, two years later, we got the crime bill. They're going to create some type of policy that's going to destroy their own city. And we're, I'm pretty sure all these working class Americans that actually live in the city are going to be moving out to a very friendly and more conservative and lower tax rate type of states. And they can live in their own utopia in this crazy narrative that they live by. Agreed. I mean, Rahm Emanuel was the one who came up with, the, you know, never let a good opportunity to go to waste. So they're, I mean, they play the long game. I mean, to their credit, I mean, most like all people on our side are just so dumb and we just don't, you know, take initiative and we we let them run all over us. Like, you know, when we had Congress for two years, when we had the Senate for two years, we barely passed any bills. But anyway, I mean, they're going to, they're going to use this to promote, you know, basically no bail anywhere in the country. They're going to use this Mm -hmm. to basically uh, push through massive uh, types of welfare programs and more spending and more, government power and they're going to use it for counseling you can yeah. imagine every type mail-in of free voting. stuff yeah mail in voting it's a disaster period because i received like seven different envelopes <laughs> through the mailbox and neither of them were addressed to me but it's fine i'm sorry if, but if we can burn down a city and loot target i'm pretty sure we can go vote in november that's racist. That's very mm, what you just said. Racist. Racist. Oh, I said we. I mean, as we, all of us included, the oh. Jews, you know, Gabe, the white supremacists, all of us. Yeah. Gotta make sure, you know. Just, just Gabe, <laughs> not a race. Yeah. He's just Gabe. <laughs> just Gabe, the white supremacist. Someone's gonna like take these snippets out and compile it one day, and they're, it's gonna be affirmation. They're gonna think it's some sort of affirmation. I'm gonna start photoshopping Gabe on like a photo of like a conquistador. Some a desperate white liberal right now, just type of like I got this with my Photoshop. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna start a rumor that Gabe is part of like a neo conquistador movie. <laughs> and it's he's funny. He, he's like make Cor- he's like Cor- make Cortez great again or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's funny that you say that because a lot of people are, are bringing up the past now and. I, I don't know. Part of me wants to just like go back to Ecuador and like start asking for reparations. Like, where were where were where's our government? Like, where's our ink and gold? Like, take it to Spain. We need to fight Spain. Like the war between Spain and Ecuador right now. You you know, we, got, we we need to get back our 
I mean, we took the land back that we kind of, anyway, you, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah, but I honestly think you're going to see Cuomo and de Blasio go, hey, we need even more federal money now. And they're going to try to put the screws to Trump going, hey, he doesn't care about you guys at all. And, you know, he's going to let your city stay in ruin by not giving you guys the money that we need. In reality, that's that's not what happened is the reality is that the state's been broke since last year. You know, we haven't had we haven't had we've had this issue for a while and all this stuff is exacerbating it. And this is what they do. They want more money. They're going to push for more money. They're going to misuse it. It's not going to be put back into these neighborhoods. It's going to be put back into their little pet projects or into their Mm -hmm. own pocket. In the case of de Blasio, whose wife just leaves money on trains, apparently, or something. I don't know where the hell all that money went. But this is what they do. Bought heroin. Bought heroin for Kiara. <laughs> That's a lot. Of- I don't know. I mean, where else are you going to spend all that money unless you're buying like some really, really good quality drugs? I assume. I don't Guys, know. our mayor is, is the prime example of Breaking Bad, and we just don't know it yet. Probably. Yeah. Well, wait, hey, wait, I have a question. What happened to COVID? What happened to staying inside? It's gone, man. And Look, wait, I haven't worn my mask in the past two weeks. It's done. Wasn't COVID racist too? Wasn't COVID well, attacking all the minorities also? So why I, would that's you- what AOC said. That's what AOC said. And now, according to news outlets, like 19,000 people got COVID. I, I'm sorry. I forgot when 19,000 people all waited on a line to get tested. And it, it also takes like, two weeks. It takes weeks to incubate. It's the same mm-hmm. thing when Wisconsin opened and two days later they were like, oh, the opening of the bars just led to a rise in COVID cases. You can't know that. because yeah, those are cases weeks. from two weeks prior. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, so, the leftist media is the – it's honestly, Trump said it the best. The fake news media is the enemy of the people. This is what they're mm-hmm. doing. Everyone knows it. You had people in Atlanta breaking windows at CNN and trying to burn it down. Like and they weren't even reporting. I have to say – which Everybody. I have to say is probably their highest rated segment by all, <laughs> all time. It was the last, it's the only time they've told the truth in the last like seven years. Come on. I, the, I, I loved, when, right the, I loved when the Atlanta people were uh, the, 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 the local officials were like, guys, guys, leave CNN alone. They're on our side. Can you leave them alone? <laughs> it was like, you guys are at the wrong building. Please go. And there's like Mexican flags waving above the logo. <laughs> like, that makes sense too. Yeah. Let's protest yeah. the death, death of a black man by a white police officer by waving a Mexican, Mexican flag. flag. I've never seen more Mexican flags at places that have nothing to do with anything related to Mexico. It's just or, like, or, oh, the yeah. with, or the synagogue where they spray painted free Palestine. Because yeah. That right. Mexican flags. To do with the same thing. Well, as as my whole uh, as my spiel with uh, Hispanic uh, politics and conservative Hispanic politics, um, I'd like to say that there are some people who believe that uh, it is showing solidarity with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm like, I don't remember when Viva la Raza had anything to do with like the Alamo. Uh, well, last time I heard Viva la Raza, I mean, I'm sorry to get into wrestling. It's Eddie Guerrero, but <laughs> R.I.P. They almost burnt down the Alamo. They almost burnt down the Alamo. They had like they put all their effort into like defending it. Apparently, when the rioters were in San Antonio, it was like Alamo. Right. Burnt. Actually, no. They actually did defend the Alamo, but I guess they're trying to take it back now with the, the, with the Mexican flag waving. But I, I want to bring up a point of hypocrisy here. And the, the last article I actually wrote for you guys, um, which was in May, there were people that we knew that protested in front of uh, City Hall, and nine people got arrested. Out of the twenty that were there, that were social distancing, that had masks. And if you listen to the Orwellian uh, loudspeakers, they were saying, you know, by order of the New York City uh, mayor and the New York governor, this is unlawful. This is unnecessary. De Blasio came out in a press conference saying that, you know, find your way, find a way to express your freedom of speech a different way. These were people that were protesting to open up the, the, the state 
and for freedom of speech because they knew that people were, their rights were being infringed upon. Mm-hmm. What we found next, the ne- very next day, was a Justice for Ahmad Arbery protest, a peaceful protest that was actually protected by the police. And the day after that, we saw block parties hosted by you know private companies for hospitals. And nobody broke up that, that social distancing. So social distancing now is, has become a joke. Do you really expect anyone, after all of this happened, do you really expect anyone to really abide by the whole, we're all going to stand six feet apart, we're, we can't you know, sit on the beaches because it's, it's only for recreational use and you can't stay in one place to, for your spread. I think it's all become a joke now. Oh, 100% it has. And it, de Blasio's, it's always been about what de Blasio thinks is going to help him in the long run. For some reason, I think he still thinks he could eventually be president, even though literally zero people voted for him. Uh, when it, when zero it came chance. Any, yeah, it's 0% support. You know, no one wanted this guy, and he's completely destroyed New York City, bankrupted a city that's almost unbankruptable. I mean, this, this guy's been a joke for years. And it, it's, it's really – it's just disturbing how the left will defend – Anything that fits their agenda, exactly, and, and I, I, a politician that fit that helps them with mm-hmm. their agenda. And I hopefully this, I mean, I hopefully it becomes a stepping stone for our community to just really wake the hell up and just start seeing that the way these Democrats. I mean, I'm just saying this overall Democrat has been handling these type of situations in our community, and now that the, these things are happening, hopefully it's just a stepping stone that we do elect at least independent or conservative type thinkers or um, any type of source that has Republican values into the city. I know that's wishing a lot right now, but that that is wishing a lot, but what people really need to get out of this. And so we, we can avoid these things in the future, which might be impossible. I mean, hopefully Antifa will be taken down. Um, I heard that a lot of their uh, leadership is being unmasked right now. Good. And yeah, and their designation Good. as a terrorist Good. group is going to put them on the FBI watch list and all that other stuff. So hopefully they'll be taken down. But what people really need to understand is that you have to let the peaceful protests do their job. Everyone's always like, well, we, pre- we did a peaceful protest and, and no one cared. Um, but you didn't let these protests, you know, sit. You didn't let wait to see what happened. You got mm-hmm. the arrest and then you immediately went to rioting and looting and then everyone turned on you. But now they're saying, now they're saying, well, well, because people are saying, well, Dr. King changed the world with peaceful protests, but now they're countering that with, but he's still dead. He still got shot. It's sad to say that Dr. King died, but the fact of the matter is he still changed the country. Were things how many, better how many before or after? Any... These, these riots. It doesn't make any sense. You're riding someone in your community and you're killing people in your own community. Yeah. A guy in Dallas was murdered for defending his store. Yep. Mm-hmm. St. Louis, the guy in the guy in Oakland, both black mm-hmm. cops, both black cops shot dead. You know, they'll is anyone gonna riot for them? Probably not. Is anyone gonna march for them? No one's gonna know what their names are. I don't know what kind of low education argument it is comparing this to Martin Luther King. I mean, Martin Luther King wasn't hopping on a freaking horse, riding down Fifth Avenue, burning buildings breaking into his own community of people saying get out or and start burning every access of them. But then but then they try to use his quote about riots being what was it the the riots of the language of the unheard or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the language of the retard. Yeah. That's where it's first of all, Martin Luther King, great man. By Absolutely. Great, great person changed the world. I actually visited his um the hotel he was shot at too. I mean that's my his I'm a history buff on the The man world. was not perfect 
He was a yeah. man. He did great things. He was also a known philanderer, okay? Mm-hmm. And he was not a perfect person. He was also not the, the ultimate, you know, authority when it came to every single thing in the entire world. Everyone makes mistakes. And also, it doesn't even mean that what he, that quote doesn't even mean that he was justifying riots. That was him kind of just saying, listen, people are rioting because they feel unheard. That doesn't mean that he's in, that Martin Luther King was endorsing riots. And I see these leftists and I work with a bunch of them using that quote to justify these riots I'm me started. Because, because they want to feel like they feel this white liberal guilt. And they're like, well, I, you know, I have to support the riots. You don't have to support people breaking the law. You don't have to support people burning down neighborhoods and killing people. I 100% support the police. I am not a bootlicker, though. And when you have cops doing the wrong thing, they need exactly. to be called out. When you have a cop who kneels on somebody's neck and kills him, he should be arrested. There should be a trial. While his other unit is literally letting him do it. Exactly. Right, right. But this, this is all these things are isolated situations. Yes, they have one thing in common, right? Michael Brown has one thing in common with this, right? He was killed by a cop. But Michael Brown tried to murder a police officer. Michael mm-hmm. Brown literally was inside the cop's car, banging his head against the inner console, trying to take his weapon. Michael not Brown... All the, and not all the not cases are equal. Boy. Not all the cases are equal. Like, you know, Gardner, it was completely different than Brown, but they're all trying to amalgamize mm-hmm. everything because some of these cases had a lot of merit and some of them were total abuses. So it's like they try to push them all together. And we're talking about stuff that happened over the span of, like, years. Like, you know, the Garner thing and the Brown thing are so different. The circumstances are different, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But can we also just talk for a second about this kneeling that, like, these cops are doing and, like, they're making, like, white people, like, kneel and all this other crap? It's so cringy. It's yep. so – I can't even watch it because it's just so pathetic. And it's not about fixing anything. It's literally just, like – you're just tearing up your guilt and just so pathetic and you just like just turn to mush. It's like, that's not solving anything. Like that's so stupid. It's just, I, I can't even talk about it. No, I a hundred percent agree. It's really ridiculous. And a lot of the stuff that's not being shown online is, you know, the group of the, the black protesters who defended the police officer that yep. was separated from his unit, mm-hmm. which is a great thing. They understand, listen, this guy is not responsible for this. We don't want him getting killed on our watch. And, and there are, yeah. yeah. And no, then, I'm sorry, continue. Yeah. And you also had the cop who was comforting the crying um, black teenager. I don't remember what city he was in, but he was comforting him. This kid was crying during the protest, and he's trying to calm him down. And this is what this is what America's about. It's about people coming together in this time. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is, I want to reiterate it again. That's what these riots, the riots have completely negated any positivity that could possibly come from this. And it's a a complete spit in the face to the memory of George Floyd. I don't know who George Floyd was as a person, but this man was unjustly killed. Listen, he could have been committing any crime. The man was handcuffed on the ground. You never kneel on somebody's neck. I spoke to several DT instructors. No one is ever taught to kneel on their neck like that. No, anywhere. Not one police academy in the world would tell you to kneel on somebody's neck like that at all. So this man, regardless of what he did, it doesn't even matter, okay? He literally, he could have been selling crack to kids. Still did not deserve to die like that, okay? We are not trying to justify that, but it is a spit in the face to the memory of any human being mm-hmm. to kill people and burn down cities and destroy other people's lives because what? You want a new pair of Nikes? You want a new flat screen TV? That's what it is. That's what looting is. Looting is not justice. Looting is about you getting yours. 
Agreed. And the country is literally burning because of the incompetence and the stupidity and the cowardice of that worthless department in Minneapolis, which had a, a long history of stupid abuses over the years, misconducts, etc. Also, we forgot to mention the fact that this cop had like multiple uh, prior incidences. Known by Amy Klobuchar for yeah, exactly. Klobuchar did not prosecute him at all. No one did anything with him, the entire Democratic-run city. And this stupid department... Literally, everyone's been saying it. All the major, uh, you know, uh, police figures and professionals on TV have all been saying this stuff escalated the second they let that precinct burn. Because never, like, when was the last time a police station in a major city was just allowed to get completely burned and gutted by a mob after the police abandoned it? Once they did that, the entire country was going to go ablaze. It was just the beginning of the end. And it was a few years ago that I, I don't know if it was that department specifically. I know it was in Minnesota where the Somali cop shot the white yeah, woman. It was. It was the same. It was yeah. the same one. It was Good the same exact one. The car. Where were, yeah. There were no riots then. They weren't complaining about police abuse then. It's a yep. narrative designed to push the vision. We yep. all stand for justice for George Floyd. Every mm -hmm. single American, police officers included, everyone stands for justice for this man. Yes. I guarantee. And even the guy, what was it? The guy's wife apparently doesn't want any payments. Divorced him. Like, she divorced him immediately, doesn't want it. No one wants anything to do with this man, okay? No one is justifying this man's death. No one is standing with this cop who did the horrible, horrible thing. But there is a right way to go about it and a wrong way to go about it. And if you do not continually try to do it the right way, you end up trying to justify doing it the wrong way, and the wrong way doesn't work. Right. How many riots I'm, have we had? How we many more had, days? There's been no change. How many more days do you guys think Over this goes year. on for? I'm watching it right now on Fox. I mean, it's still going on. I mean, when, when is this going to end? And they're encouraging young kids to yeah. hate the cops, to throw things at the cops, to assault the cops. You're creating generational hate. This isn't about protesting. This is about this is a whole big anti-cop uh, rhetoric. And I'm so sick and tired of being a talking point for, for Democratic pundits and candidates mm -hmm. every election year. When, this, when these riots seem to magically spring up, when people want to talk about the injustices that happen in the minority community, whether it be to, due to you know, police officers or even to ourselves, because no one gives a damn if, if another person looks like me or Nando shoots me. Only if Evan were to shoot me, would people care? This but is not no, the first rodeo. This is not the first rodeo. I mean, right. people. This is not the first riot, and and hopefully, uh, it's not gonna. It's not the first one. It's not gonna be the last one. We have a a history of this, and no one has adapted from this. There hasn't been any politician that said, "Oh, we have to start creating some type of policy in order to like you know just check up on on how cops and how we deal with." No, it hasn't happened. And these are these same people will constantly will get reelected. And the same people will keep on voting for the same type of party, and they're going to keep on going, and it's a freaking circle. Yep. Well, it's a, but it's amazing that all these shootings, right, happen in Democrat-run cities. Cities. Yeah. But the Democrats are going, oh, uh, this is somehow a problem of white supremacy and the right. But it's your city. So yeah. you're in charge. De Blasio is the top guy in the city. The police mm -hmm. answer to him. The education board answers him. Everyone answers oh, to de Blasio. So... <laughs> I guess um, it's de Blasio's fault for every minority killed in New York City then? I mean, he's the one in charge. The Democrats are in charge of Minnesota. So I guess the Democrats' fault that George Floyd was killed? I mean, if they want to play the this buck. game, if they want to play this game, we can play this yeah. game. 
They pass the buck. Every major ghetto, every ghetto, every fucking ghetto in the country is run by Democrats. It's all controlled by Democrats. It's a single party. There's no competition politically. Everything is the same thing, generation, year Uh after year. And now they're, you know, a lot of these cops, by the way, in these major cities are black and Hispanic. They're black and Hispanic cops, you know, and that's a good job. You get a good job. You move up, you get money, you get a pension, you get a city pension. And now there's a whole profession that could be open to these communities that people are never going to want to do anymore because they're getting trained to hate them. Like what? There was that video of all those white anti, uh, not anti, but just white protesters telling the black cops to kneel in like, I think it was Philly or Baltimore. I forgot what city. It was so cringy. It was just, uh, it was probably Philly. Philly's it was probably Philly. Well, at least in Philly, they got, now they have roving gangs of vigilantes, you know, defending the streets, you know, leave it to Philly to like. Rochester has civilians strapped up in the streets. Rochester, yep. New York. Mm. It's true. After we saw that video of the two by fours attacking those old ladies, that oh old woman. God. I mean, it's just like, it's like, how many more days is this crap going to go on for? Like, it's it's insane. Buffalo, they had the cops get run over. There's like, it's just information overload. You can't even keep up with it every day. Well, the question, well, the question is, will Trump take it into his own hands and just start implementing into having the army in there? Which basically, um, what was the name of that act? Um, we're basically giving them authorization to use the army to go into the streets if they feel like the governor or the local government hasn't do, done their job. I'm pulling it up right now. Right, so while Gabe I was is, actually just yeah. talking to somebody about it. So while Gabe is bringing that up, the, le- the other thing I want to say about, the, it's, it's like we forget everything we learned in kindergarten, right? It's two, rights don't make a, two wrongs don't make a right. So if you're mad about someone doing something wrong, uh, I'm going to do something wrong now. But that, that's it, it doesn't make any sense. It goes against everything that you've learned your entire life. Doing the wrong thing is not going to get you the right result. Gabe, do you have that information? Uh, I believe it's called Posse, uh, posse Commentatus. Commodus. Posse Commodus. Yeah. Right. I so, like I mean, if, but... if everything keeps progressing like this, Trump is going to ha- he's going to have to. And the left will call him a tyrant. And when he cleans everything Marshall up. Martial law, they will do it all. They are insurrectionists. They do not give a crap about George Floyd. This is literally, like, I'm, I'm going to say it. People like George Soros are basically funding this. It's all funded mm-hmm. through NGOs. Antifa is an organized entity. Mm-hmm. They have a flag. They have a uniform. They have websites. They have their own communication channels. They have a leadership. They have different cells. Uh, they're international, by the way, so there's no reason you can't label them as, as, as terrorists because they have cells in Syria and Europe. Here. They probably have profiles of every one of us here. I'm yeah. sure I've been doxxed by them. So yeah. like, they literally have every, they need to be shut down. They need to be prosecuted. You need to investigate who's giving them money. You need to arrest their leadership. Uh, you have to shut down their social media. And like, this should have been done like years ago. Like it shouldn't have had to take mm-hmm. the entire country burning to realize this group is like trouble. They've been fermenting for years. And the the left will defend them because they are anti-right wing. So they have they make friends with anyone. No, because they're they're against fascists. They're just like your grandfather who fought in uh, Normandy. You have to remember, like uh, scrawny Chaz, uh, who has a liberal arts degree in feminist studies. He is the same person as the dude who you know fought in 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 the Battle of the Bulge, basically. Who shouts, "Eat the rich!" and wants to kill all all capitalists. And there are two ways to look at this when it comes to how the country has progressed since the civil rights movement. And since we've all, since like, you know, the, since Jim Crow was abolished, yes, there have been prejudices. Yes, there has been, there have been people, you know, disgusting people with hate in their souls, but whether you like it or not, the same people who voted for Trump voted in Barack Obama, reelected him. We have Dr. Ben Carson within in the Trump administration 
Trump has actually done like has um, has reformed uh, various aspects of the uh, of the justice system First step to back. help the minority communities. We have Jay Z, who is a billionaire. Diddy's right behind him, but they're still peddling that same garbage that they were lucky and that you can't make it. But hey, let me. But listen, the hustle that they have is real, and they're they're living on. The, you know, they they have more money that they can spend. You also have people that are now. You know, rising up from the, uh, you know, they're they're getting generational wealth. I mean, you have government leaders in federal, state, and local levels that are minorities. You have police commissioners that are also minorities. We are coming out of this, and I'm tired of people telling us that just because we look a certain way, we have to mm-hmm. vote a certain way. No, and we were at the path. I mean, look what happened within this first. Basically, first four years of Trump, we have the opportunity zones passed. We got the school choice. I mean, freaking ha- black historical colleges are getting more funding than ever. Lowest mm-hmm. unemployment rate. Poverty rates were decreasing tremendously. It's not going to raise up through the roof thanks to these riots. Right. But uh, that's what happens. They will never give Trump credit for anything because he is the enemy. It's it's ridiculous. Instead of just not liking the guy, he has to be the worst person in the world. This is what the left has done. They got so used to winning, and the second they lost, they threw a temper tantrum that's lasted yeah. four years. And, they got and I get it. it. What are they going to do when he wins? It. What are they going to do when he wins? I mean, God forbid this. I mean, I mean, this look, CNN the, should just shut its doors when Trump is re- <laughs> well, well, I mean, if he wins, what does guy say? No, I mean, he says mean things. That's literally, that's literally been their whole he's narrative. He's a New Yorker. That's how we he, talk. He says, uh, he says mean. He's a meaner. He, he's, a, he's a bully. That's it. They, that's it. They, they can never break down a policy argument when it comes to Trump. Have you realized that? Yeah. It's all, yeah, it's all pro-clutching. It's all pro-clutching. Yeah. It's all pro-clutching. He said this. He said that. It's like, who gives a fuck? He's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. Until this, the world ended. I mean, you know, and we're right. still okay. We're still alive. Um, but I mean, who else? I mean, imagine if anyone else was in power during this. I mean, who actually could look at Biden and with a straight face be like, oh my God, yeah, this, this is the guy. Well, remember this how, the guy. how poorly the Obama, wind take out Biden. Obama huh? was, was praised as a God, even though yeah. he handled all these riots horribly. But if you said yeah. one wrong thing about Obama, you were automatically a racist. Yeah, we mm-hmm. had a black president. We had like what? We had two, three major riots, Ferguson, uh, um, Baltimore. Baltimore. Not to mention poverty skyrocket. Everyone yeah. was dependent on welfare. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, well, what are these golden times that people are talking about? That like a few years ago, everything was such like sunshine and roses. Give me a because break. Obama was a nice guy and people liked him because he spoke well and he was a nice person. He's a snake oil salesman. Right. I thought his and speeches those, all sounded the same. I don't know. Right. Well, and those talking heads in the Democratic Party are lambasting the president for walking through the riots <laughs> to to uh, was it St. John's Church, right? Yeah. Great, and, great, great optics. Yeah, he held up the Bible. He said, this is my Bible. And people are saying it's disgusting. It's revolting. But let me tell you something. Democrats who are also Christian and pious now, you're still defending abortion. And burning so the church. you can take an introspective look at yourself and realize your hypocrisy, please, come on, just, just read. Just read some more. I'm not going to tell you to shut up. But please, just read some more. Inform yourself. He told them to take a moment of silence. It was the best part. He was just sitting there like blue steel with his lips pouting. And the, and the Bible was a moment of silence. Moment of silence, okay? 
Well, apparently he was breathing into tear gas too. So yeah, of course, exactly. So it makes it ten times more powerful, by the way. I, I saw I saw these annoying. I'm not going to name names, but there was this annoying conservative co- commentator on Twitter, uh, basically suggesting that, and it was he just got lambasted like left and right because they were just like one, it, would, it probably wasn't tear gas, and two, even if it was. Uh, sir, what's your how you expect to get that area clear? I mean, what do you like? Just They're literally calling for the death of the president, and they've been doing that for four years, though. Right. Been, <laughs> Kathy Griffin just what was it a week ago said they should inject air into the president. Yeah. Like it, uh, the, left, the left is getting worse and worse every day. They're disgusting. Yeah. It, it's really sick. Mm-hmm. It is, and it's and it's it's a shame that the country is so divided, and so many people that I know are good, decent people who just don't pay attention, and they're just so like literally the people that are posting those stupid black squares normally or normal good people, whatever. But they're just so fucking lost. They just don't know what's going on. They don't pay attention, and they're just getting completely you know brainwashed, and they're just going along. They're never going to change until these riots like actually hit the suburbs mm-hmm. and then there's a brick coming through their window then all of a sudden oh, or maybe they the brick goes through their window and they're going to be like that video that just came out where they're like oh we're with you God, guys yeah we're with you we're with you it's like how 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 like do not have balls like do not do they just shrivel into nothing like are they just like gone like the guy is throwing shit through your window and you're there like mm-hmm. trying to like reason with them being like no i'm with you dude I mean, we'll see what, what's next to come. All I'm saying is um, it's going to be a rocky road now to November, and we just got to stick together, keep with the message, and give proper facts and don't break and crack and be emotional because at the end of the day, no one cares about your emotions. <laughs> no, facts doesn't care about your emotion. To quote, who, who was it? Um, uh, ben Shapiro. Don't care about your feelings. Yeah. feelings. Doesn't care about your feelings. There you go. Doesn't care about so, your feelings. So, guys, uh, look into your stats before you, you make that final vote. Because, uh, I mean, if you fall for this leftist crap, man, I'm telling you. But that's what it look. is. They snap up every person who's uninformed. Because it yeah. all sounds nice. And it makes you sound like you're a caring and compassionate person. And it's so but in reality, you come off as ignorant because you don't know what you're uh, talking about. Exactly. And they will call us ignorant, but that's a whole different story. It's a mental disorder because the second you challenge them and you give them facts, I've seen it firsthand. I'm sure you guys have. They like go into like defense mode and like because you're challenging their uh, reality. Like they've been spoon fed something for mm-hmm. so long and they've never had it challenged. Which is kind of it's just stupid. How can you go on that long? Like I hear liberal arguments all day. Like yeah. how could you go on for years and not hear an actual conservative view? And then when you get presented with one, you just like lose your fucking mind. Because they've or been just reply back saying what you need snowflakes. Exactly. They reply back, whatever, shake my head. They yeah, can't call a, me a racist though, so uh, <laughs> I got that one. They don't know what to they don't know what to do with Nando. Like they, I feel like they'll start shaking well, Nando, and then their head explodes. Nando, according to Joe Biden, you're not black. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, guys. My credit score did went higher after that comment. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm telling everyone uh, who meets Nando that he's actually Scottish. He's a very tan Scotsman. Gavin is, has been giving a lot of people very interesting campaigns. He first <laughs> tried to label me as Che Guevara uh, when I had the, the pandemic. But now he's saying I'm a conquistador. Now Nando's Scottish. Oh, I don't uh, mind. I don't mind. It's a, it's a I, hopefully, the Irish. Yeah, no, it's fine. I like John. What was it? Uh, Jameson. I like Jameson. Is that Scottish or Irish? I don't know. Well, I'll get you some Lagavulin. Come over. There here. you go. Dynamics over. I got you some Lagavulin. 
Beautiful. There's no way Nando could say that word without any giving it a vowel. Laga, laga, what? What? What was that? Laga, laga, gonna be drinking some more of this. I like this lava stuff. All right, guys, let's. We're gonna wrap it up here for today. I want to thank Gavin and Nando once again for coming on the show. Anytime. Yeah, thank you, guys. No problem, Gavin. If you could just tell the folks at home first where they can find you on social media or any new projects you have coming up. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter. It's at uh, Gavin Wax. I'm posting a lot of great content lately. I have nothing else to do, so my tweets are on fire. Uh, you can also check out the website uh, for the club me and Nando are involved in, uh, www.nyyrc.com, New York and Republican Club. Uh, join us. Check our next event. And, uh, yeah, keep on the f- – You get a hug by me. Yeah, yeah you, get, you get Nando gives free hugs. Yes. No COVID, though. Nando, where can people find more about you? Um, yeah, they can look me up, Nando Acosta. I mean, in Instagram, Nando.Acosta. Uh, same he has as Twitter. Seven Instagrams. He has seven Instagrams. Well, that's my own branches of government. And, and then when, I, when, different... I tagged the, when I tagged the wrong one, he's like, well, no, it was the no, I, one, not the seventh. Dude, dude, <laughs> I, and I say it very patiently, too. <laughs> there, there's, there's Keto Nando. There's Acosta Nando. There's Nando Acosta. There's Nando Nando Acosta Keto. Then there's Keto Nando Acosta Keto Nando. And then there's Nando, uh, just Nando. Yeah, he got that one. He just got Nando. Yeah, um, it was it was really Nando. rough legally, man, because that restaurant chain really wanted that name. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Gabe was bad with all the different handles. Oh yeah, Gabe I have, too. I just had to tag you guys on the freaking Instagram. I, I every name I put, it was like seven different options. It's like Gabriel, Gabriel Montabo, Montabo, Gabriel, Gabriel Montabo. Blah, blah, blah. That is why I am the Baron. Yeah, you're the Baron. Myself. I always type in Gabe and it goes pops up Baron. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, but yeah, check check me out on Twitter. I'm literally like Gavin. I produce great content after midnight, though. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, tell the folks where they can find you on all your 30 different handles. Okay, so if you're on Twitter, because I know a lot of you guys are, uh, it is Baron B A R O N underscore Montalvo. And if you're on Instagram, it is Baron.Montalvo. And if you're on Facebook, it's just Gabriel E. Montalvo. Just anywhere you type that in. And check out the latest um, uh, latest article I wrote. Uh, in, in Destruction, they find hashtag justice for George Floyd on the Empire State Conservatives podcast. Oh, sorry, Empire State Conservatives Network.com. And if you support the Hispanic Conservative Movement, please uh, check out Republican National Hispanic Assembly, a New York chapter on Facebook. And share this to your liberal friends. I know, Evan, I'm seeing a little thunder from you right now, but share this to your liberal friends. Hashtag walk away, you know, and listen to their testimonials. Shout out to, to Brandon. And I should actually, I mean, a part of being with the New York Journal Republic is I'm also the state director for the Black Conservative Federation, which we yeah. have been on the record when it comes to all this stuff, um, really creating sort of a bipartisan movement. We're really focusing on getting the proper message out really reaching out to the communities. I'm working on projects in Harlem and other inner city areas, really trying to give a very bipartisan and actually give them just a proper, you know, education that the Democrats just seems to be failing in constantly. Also, don't forget Gabe's uh, OnlyFans account, Conquistador Lover, uh, 1492. Oh, you, you changed <laughs> it from Nazi sympathizer, Lax 47? Oh, my God. You guys are horrible. <laughs> but guys, Let me change sure you it, like- Make sure you like, share, subscribe to our show. 
Oh, we are on all audio platforms, Empire State Conservatives Podcast. We're also on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on Instagram at GetRedPillNY. Sometimes I go on Twitter at Empire State Cons, but not usually because I don't understand how Twitter works, apparently. But guys, also make sure you check out our website for all of Gabe's writings. Hopefully there'll be a lot more coming. He's got two up already, Gabe. We're so proud of you. Oh, thank you. But uh, awesome make, sure, make sure you guys also check out our store, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com slash store. We have our Patriotically Thick shirt. We have our Emperor Cuomo shirt. We have a whole bunch of good stuff up there. So all that money goes back into the network. Gabe, yes, you want to say something? So if you use code GABE10, you'll be able to get – you see, they don't like telling you that you can save some money here. If you use code GABE10, uh, you will get 10% off. Yes, if you use Gabe's code, you will get 10% off and Gabe will make a little bit of money. So if you, yes, don't, like Gabe, if you don't like Gabe, don't use that code. But if you do like Gabe, use that code. Let him get a little bit of money. Um, yeah, all that money goes back into spreading the message, into helping spread conservatism in New York, into reaching out to um, good conservative candidates, people like Liz Joy, like Beth Parlato, people who we need to help fix the state, um, like other people we've had on the show that I can't remember right now. But guys, we need to help fix this state. And the only way to do that is to band together. So make sure you share, like, subscribe, all those other things. For that, everyone stay safe and don't let fear take your freedom.